All right, what is up, you DGens? Hope you're staying sexy out there, as always. Today is June 13th, 2022, episode 5 of Day Trading Diaries. And today is a little bit interesting because we have officially moved into a bear market. So today we're going to go through uh, a few different things. Um, obviously, big news uh, that is kind of coming across the headlines. Uh, and then we're going to touch base on a few other things uh, in terms of, you know, the psychology of trading, which is what we were discussing the last episode in terms of episode four. So wanted to touch on that again, along with kind of the stock market cycles and the psychology of it. And then finally going over you know, the Fed rate hike, the rumors that are coming out of there along with the bear market officially taking place. So let's get right into it. Okay, so few of the headlines for the news. Uh, first things first is that Binance paused Bitcoin withdrawals today for several hours due to a stuck transaction, whatever the hell that means. Now, I'm not a big crypto person or investor or whatever, but basically having your brokerage not be able to fulfill your orders has got to be infuriating, especially if you missed orders and you couldn't get into it. That's absolutely brutal. Uh, apparently, it was like an actual transaction that was clogging up the blockchain that you so basically you couldn't get any other transactions through whatsoever. And the CEO tweeted out that. You know, it was only going to take a half hour and then, of course, ended up taking quite a few hours. Uh, didn't get resolved until like 11.30 this morning, which is absolute insanity. Uh, so thought that was pretty wild. And, of course, this happened on the day that Bitcoin dropped 10% and below $24,000 for the first time since December of 2020. So, of course, happens on a huge selling day when people are trying to liquidate everything. So absolutely wild. Then uh, another huge, huge storyline and, and headline here. Coca-Cola and Jack Daniels are teaming up to make a Jack and Coke drink that is launching later this year. And my God, that is just music to my ears. Uh, you know, of course, there are stocks that you know, with Coke and uh, the Jack Daniels maker, I forget what their name is, but, you know, Jack and Coke in a can. I mean, talk about a W, DGen for days. Are you kidding me? Uh, and then Elon Musk is actually going to attend the Twitter's All Hands this week, which is rather interesting because it's been a lot of fluctuating ideas, you know, in terms of if the actual deal is going to go through, if he's still interested, if he needs to liquidate, what's going to happen, 
you know, there's a lot of things that are up in the air still, but he is going to see and be a part of the All Hands this week at Twitter. And then Apple today actually surpassed over a million options contracts. And surprisingly, even with the down day, surprisingly, 50% were, were calls. So, you know, the Apple is definitely a stock to watch during this kind of volatile market that we're in right now. Definitely interesting. I don't play it too much just because I've been trying to, I would say, understand it a little bit more and, and review it and kind of analyze it a little bit before I kind of dove in. But it is getting a lot of traction. Obviously, it's a large cap, you know, but it does have a pretty wide range of volatility throughout the day. So it is very interesting to watch if you are an intraday trader definitely would uh, take a peek at it and kind of mess around with it because there is a lot of money being thrown around there. So going into obviously uh, what I wanted to talk about today, which was more so the bear market that officially happened. So the bear market became official today after the S&P 500 index closed with a total return of minus so negative 21.3% from its highs at the start of the year, which is breaking that negative 20 or minus 20% benchmark, which is what officially declares it a bear market. And so, you know, MarketWatch actually has and said that they reported that they think like kind of the next stages are despair and capitulation in terms of the market cycle and the market psychology. And if you are a trader that is, is somewhat familiar with kind of the, the market cycles, you'll know what market cycle trend kind of that I'm, I'm talking about, which is everything from, you know, hope, and optimism and belief, thrill, euphoria, complacency, anxiety, denial, panic, capitulation, anger, depression, disbelief. So those are all the different kind of parts of the stock market cycle in terms of the psychology of it and how a trend of the stock market works in a nutshell. And so MarketWatch actually reported that they think that we are at despair and disbelief at this point, or uh, despair and capitulation, you know, which is a little bit lower on the cycle than where I think that we actually are. Uh, you know, I personally don't think that we are at bottom yet. And the fact that they think that, you know, people are getting 100% out of the market and can't afford to lose money or that's kind of the mentality that people are having. Uh, or even, you know, denial where, you know, people are, are saying, oh, you know, it'll come back, you know, market will come back, it always comes back, yada, yada, yada. You know, I, I think that we are just starting to finally hit past complacency and into 
anxiety, which is kind of that midway down into panic and, and anger and disbelief, where essentially I think the reason that we're starting to finally hit that anxiety mark is because, you know, a few things. One, your last week on Friday, the CPI came out and it was actually higher than what we expected on Friday. And so it came at 8.6% and it was expected to be around eight, I believe. So with that being higher, you saw the market get crushed at the end of the week, last week. And then on top of that, there are now talks and reports that the Fed is actually not only expecting, but is really evaluating and considering the chance of raising the interest rates to 75 basis points, which if you remember a few weeks ago, where Jay Powell said that that was not on the table. And I immediately said, no, if you listen to what he actually said in the FOMC and the minutes and in the meetings when he was getting uh, questioned, you know, he said that as of right now, they are not considering raising the rate hikes past the 50 percent or the uh, 50 basis points mark and i think people are starting to finally realize that we are starting to get an accumulation of this perfect storm of everything that's going on not only domestically but but worldwide in terms of inflation a lot of other factors that are going into it so you know, with the scare of and the possibility of the Fed raising the interest rates to 75 basis points on top of, you know, on Monday officially being a part of and in a bear market, I think we are starting to finally go from that complacency into that anxiety level where people are starting to realize, oh, fuck. You know this is this is for real this recession is is coming this we, we need to start getting prepared for it and don't get me wrong this goes to the other side of the psychology of trading where you need to be as, as a trader new or or old or whatever how experienced you are it doesn't matter you need to be flexible enough to be able to make money in any type of market there are opportunities to make money in any type of market. Whether it's calls or puts or whatever it may be, you, will, you should be able to make money in any type of market. That is the great thing about playing options. So you need to make sure that on a day-to-day -day basis, with this market being so volatile, that you stick to your rules you don't overtrade, don't chase, don't hold on to losers, live to trade another day, and again, follow your rules. 
the goal of, of the market is, and the goal of, of options trading is not always going to be to make money. It's to not lose money. If you lose less money than you make, you're going to end up being profitable. That's all it is. It's about managing your risk, especially in this type of market where it's so volatile and it's so up and down and it's so unknown. You, you can't, and don't get me wrong. I say don't you know, follow your rules. Don't be a degen. Don't do all this. I have gotten absolutely humbled these past few weeks. It has been a very tough few weeks for me trading. And I don't know if it's my mental game has been off or I'm just not seeing the charts or whatever it may be, but I've been second-guessing myself. I just need to go back to the basics, continue to kind of learn and continue to grow your trading and you know i said that you know going back to the five stages of, of, of a trader uh psychology is you know there's the beginner's luck phenomenon which is you know the last episode which we really talked about a lot if you haven't listened to that go do it then you have your loss of confidence and or money which i'm in the midst of right now and then you have your consolidation of skills and break-even phase and this is only three of five. And if you are in that stage right now, one, it's okay. It's okay. Everyone goes through this. And two, if you are doing this and you are breaking even, so what? You are learning that day. You're learning that day to make sure that you don't make that mistake or any mistakes again. You're learning. You're living to trade another day. You're following your rules. And the consolidation of skills is this is where you are starting to learn and figure out what style trader you are. I always talk about finding your language as a trader. Everyone is going to have a different type of language that they, they use or, or different bits and pieces of different traders that they like that they use as their technical analysis, whether it's you know Elliott Waves or the Golden Goose Strat, which I still love. And... Or supply and demand, volume, MACD, patterns, whatever it may be. You can kind of grab and pick and choose pieces that you want to use as you are going through this. And then you have the adoption of the trading plan and exponential profits. And then, you know, the adjustment of earnings to goals. And that's kind of your last area of, in the last stage of your trading psychology cycle. And so when I, the reason I brought that up is because we are at a, at a point where, one, the bear market is official. It is going to be so volatile over the next few weeks, months, years that you need to stay flexible. You need to not be emotional when you're trading. You need to make sure that you are viewing it as percentages as much as you want to view it as as making money you want to make sure that you're viewing your percentages and sticking to your goals you don't want to hold on to contracts too long that are profitable until it goes back to zero which i've been there but you know when we 
talk about this and the bear market and now everyone's starting to freak out and you saw you know everyone's starting to sell at one point today every stock on the S&P 500 was red at one point every single one I've never never seen that before and it was absolutely wild but you know so the big question always is when we officially hit this bear market is will the market continue to fall and so I was doing a little bit of research and since 1945 70% of bear markets have been related to a recession so we do know that these bear markets tend to be a part of the larger economic recession ordeal so at least we can have some idea of what can happen you know what happens in the past we can use as pieces of information and reference points as what could potentially happen in the future don't get stuck in your three five minute time frame and not looking at the bigger picture you need to have perspective And the average return during a recession is negative 30%. And so, again, this is where a lot of people, especially retail traders like myself, proud to be a retail trader and a DGEN, how we doing? You can still make money in this type of market. Yes, return in stocks, in any type of sector or vertical it's going to be tough depending on you know a lot a lot of it depends on the future expectations of the market too and so when there is that expectation versus the reality you know it, it could be detrimental or it could be positive the perfect example is the CPI that came out and the percentages that came out on Friday. The expectation was 8%. Ended up being 8.6%, which is much higher than we expected. And what happened? Panic. Immediate panic. Now, if it was lower than the 8% that was expected, you probably could have seen a bullish Friday. But it's the expectations versus what actually happens you know it, it depends on what it, the actual earnings of the aggregate earnings of all the S&P organizations and tickers you know if I read somewhere that there is the expectations is that you're supposed to see 10% increase in earnings year over year aggregate and with the rate and the earnings that we've been seeing that doesn't feel like it's very realistic and so if it doesn't hit that 10% or stay near that 10% in terms of earnings and drops to 5% we could see up to 30% to the downside. 
on the S&P 500. But yes, right now we're at 21.3. And we could see another 9% down. And that is in line with kind of the stock market cycle and where I think we are in terms of the psychology of the stock market, in terms of anxiety. It is definitely an area of unknown right now. Definitely an area of unknown. Because a lot of things are up in the air. You're going to have scared people. You're going to have the psychology. This is when I think you know a lot of people need to think about the psychology of traders. Not only market makers and the money makers, but also the retail traders. And what happens with that? I, this is definitely important to consider as you are going about it on a day-to-day -day basis. Definitely, definitely, definitely consider everything as you are trading and looking to continue to grow that portfolio. I'm going to say this again. You don't need to hit a home run and hit a lottery every single day. I said this last episode and I'll say it again. $300 a day in profits trading is an extra six grand a month. $300 a day. Think about that. Yeah, you can make that in one trade. You can also lose it in five seconds. So stick to your rules. Don't be stubborn. Don't be a degenerate. And make sure that you are staying on top of everything. Making sure that you're sticking to your rules. Making sure you're following however many pieces of confidence and confluence you need and conviction in each of your trades. Focus and consolidate your trading style. Figure out what works for you. And then focus on one or two stocks or three stocks that, that you feel comfortable in trading with. Don't trade outside of your comfort zone. Now, lastly, before we sign off, I want to say two things. One, we're getting a ton of feedback about the podcast and the site and all this. And I, I appreciate the hell out of all you guys that have been listening. Everyone that's posting on social and, and reaching out to me means a ton because I, I do enjoy this thoroughly and it brings a smile to my face when I'm doing it because I'm such a I'm such a novice in this area but but I get excited about things like this where you know we could potentially be learning and growing together that's that's huge to me so one thank you two is I am starting something a little bit new with the DGEN Day Trader newsletter. So if you go on DGENDayTrader.com right now, there'll be a form that you'll put in your email that I, I'm going to be sending out a newsletter every, I don't know if it's going to be every day, but it could be you know three times a week, four times a week, whatever it may be, to everyone that signs up, just kind of about, the overall day, 
what's going to be happening, what I think's going on in the market, what I'm looking for in the market. You know, just kind of an overview of what's going on. So make sure you go in there. Make sure you sign up for it. Mean a ton to me. And lastly, you can make money in any market. I believe in you. You DGENs. You DGEN fucks. You're awesome. Keep crushing. So, I, I really just want to make sure that, and I really just want to say, it, it's okay to be deflated and not have the confidence at times, especially when you're trading in new. This is a very difficult area to get involved in and get and not feel 110% confident in it especially when you're not seeing results right away because I'm the type of person that if I'm not great at it I don't want to do it and it's taken a ton for me to stay committed to it to learn that's because of you guys that are listening that I'm doing this for on top of everything else which is what's keeping me here and keep doing this day trading side of things to kind of grow that financial independence that we're all hoping for so make sure you got your goals set make sure that you're following your rules don't be a dgen but be a dgen and i appreciate all you dgens that are out there listening as always stay sexy and we'll talk to you soon go make some money Love ya.